Greetings, fellow adventurers, and welcome to the Couple of Nerds podcast. I'm D&D Wife, the creator of dndwifestories.com, and your co-host. Joining me is the man behind the screen, my brilliant dungeon master, and also my husband, Egile. Say hi, Egile. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here sharing our nerdy adventures with all of you. Absolutely. So what's Couple of Nerds all about? Well, we're diving into the realms of Extraeus, sharing our experiences, playing D&D in our apartment, and exploring the intricate tapestry of relationships both in and out of the game. And we got some exciting segments for you all. From lore deep dives to crafting tips, artwork showcases, and relationship advice on and off the table, we've got a little bit of everything for every kind of adventurer. So whether you're a seasoned adventurer or a tabletop newbie, we invite you to join us today. Tune in, relax, and enjoy the magic of Couple of Nerds. May your roles be natural 20s and your adventures be legendary. Welcome, everyone, to our episode 7 of Couple of Nerds. Uh, joining me today is my husband and Dungeon Master, Egyle. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so today is going to be our very first episode of our segment, Just Us. It's going to be super fun. Yeah, really what we wanted to do was to give everyone a little bit of an opportunity to kind of learn about us and also give us an opportunity to share what we do outside of D&D and that we're not mm-hmm. only just playing D&D 24-7. <laughs> yeah, we do we do do other stuff outside of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, I mean, obviously we're both nerdy people and we were that beforehand yeah. in different ways. Uh, you were very much into more books where mm-hmm. I was much more into video games and that kind of fantasy settings. Um, but it kind of bridged because... Honestly, books, video games, they're quite the same. They're very similar. You know, you have your your protagonist, which usually as a, in a video game you're playing. So that's super fun to, to be the person to do that. And so, you know, for a couple of nerds, we, we really wanted to showcase the nerd side of us, I guess, is, is the way I would see it. Yeah, and, and we change it up a lot in the sense that it's not just one show. and It's really kind of this amalgamation of all these different themes and settings and styles that we thought really kind of culminated into the entire tabletop experience. Yeah, everything that goes into creating that sort of space. And it's not just for D&D, it's for other tabletop games too. Yeah, I mean, it's, and we find like most things, it's really, you know, you learn and then the tricks that you learn can help others. But because you only meet with the same six people Mm -hmm. every other week, you don't really get that opportunity to talk to other people and let them know. And so we thought, how could we do that? Well, a podcast was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, and it was kind of a nice idea of of putting our stuff out there and hopefully inviting people to comment, let us know what their experiences are and share that information. Oh, yeah, because, you know, not only that, but we wanted to be able to learn more about others as well as ourselves and what other nerdy things that we could go find that maybe we like together separate but also wanted to go out and have more experiences like i know for one you've always wanted to go to a ren fair ah uh, yes i've never been and it's always been a dream of mine to go so that that would be amazing yeah i mean i've, I've always kind of wanted to try one of those escape room kind of situations and kind of put my fear of being locked in a room uh, but, but kind of yeah. put myself out there for a different <laughs> kind of experience kind of to kind of put myself in the shoes of some of my players when I lock mm-hmm. them in a dungeon or something and they have to figure out how to get out. Right. It might give me some new ideas how to torture my players a little. <laughs> how to make it more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really comes down to, though, is you don't have to love each other's hobbies, but you have to know that you you both are nerdy about something. Like, yeah. there's always something that you can find common ground on in, if it's just even nerdiness. Mm-hmm. I mean... 
Yes, I, I like books, but there there have been plenty of times where I've sat right next to you while you played a video game, and we went through that story together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were times where I would be just kind of waiting for you to get home from work because I didn't want to go more in the story until you got there so that we could play and experience it together. Even though you're not the biggest fan of playing video games, just sitting there and enjoying the story was a blast for you. Yeah, it was super fun. I, I remember playing some, some of the Tales games that we love to play. Oh, yeah. uh, those were so emotionally <laughs> borderlands was a big big one for you, you oh, love yes borderlands i love borderlands that was fun and destiny was like a similar style of a yeah. video game and so we found that you know there's a pretty eclectic mix of things that we like to do so we figured everyone else out there probably has a very eclectic mix too and perhaps we can learn of even more stuff out there that we didn't know about before yeah. simply by encouraging people to share their stories with us and us sharing our stories with everyone else. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i a big fan of, of all sorts of nerdy things, but one thing I've really wanted always to do is like maybe LARP sometime. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> you know, our, our town does have a local community, at least they did, of LARPing in the park next to our apartment oh snap so, okay i mean maybe one time we can figure it out and see yeah, who does it and check perhaps it out. update everyone on another of a just us if we actually are able to do that oh you hear that stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> i mean but you know being a nerd and, and trying to have a, a, a relationship a family or or just be on your own mm-hmm. it, there comes with a lot of challenges and we find in this day and age i mean the, one of the major challenges we face is just where we live and, and handling our adventures and our progress in an apartment yeah that's always tough and no matter how big your apartment can get there's really a very limited space that you can have regardless yeah and you want to be able to like show off your expression your nerdiness your funness your passions but at the same time a lot of our passions are huge cumbersome bulky and have a ton of parts yeah or they require people to play with you I mean, and so I that's would, a tough thing i too. love gundam models but mm-hmm. i mean just to start setting them up takes so much space and time and yeah. and you got cats that play with parts and take <laughs> parts and and it's just it's sometimes difficult to have mm-hmm. these hobbies in an apartment setting it's just you wish you could have multiple rooms just dedicated to each of your crafts yeah i mean with my miniature painting that was a big concern as well is how how are we going to fit all of this into one tiny space uh but we managed it we figured it out we you know i got my little portable set to to hold all my paint stuff in and that was that was a great solution to kind of compartmentalize everything oh yeah i mean storage 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 becomes the name of the game when it comes to living in an apartment Mm -hmm. but i mean even even then there's even more with you know Obviously, with an apartment, you're surrounded by individuals and and not that we've had to deal with a ton, but we've had our, our share of crazy encounters with neighbors high on certain drugs that are yeah. freaking out or, you know, neighbors kind of coming to check up on the loud screams coming from our <laughs> apartment and, and hoping no one's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's happened it's it's been a little tough sometimes or when <laughs> i remember we were playing once and then the couple next door started fighting that was a bit tough yeah we had a real combat session going next door that yeah. was that was always fun and slightly embarrassing but mm-hmm. you know 
you got to do what you got to do and you kind of add it to the ambiance. Hey, the patrons next door are fighting, you know, yeah. hey, you just kind of move move along. You know, the, the couple in the room next to you at the tavern is not having a good night, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, you just, you just go with it. And yeah. that's the biggest thing. Uh, I mean, we've had plenty of times where we've ordered pizza and we're in the middle of combat and I <laughs> open the door to get it and... They just see a bunch of grown adults jumping up and down around a table, <laughs> screaming at little figurines. Yeah. Some of them know what we're doing and kind of get really interested. Others just give us this bewildered look of not even understanding what's going on. Yeah, they walk away with a very concerned look on their faces <laughs> but sometimes. A good tip, but a good tip. Good tip, good tip. That always kind of quells the... <laughs> but a major thing for us is always what we try to do is plan like events at least every six months or so try to get out mm-hmm. even if it's something as simple as driving up to the foothills and coming on back yeah life is tough and you know we know that work and everything that comes your way kind of gets in the way of of you enjoying yourself and so it's gonna get a little tough to get away from it all and and spend time with just yourself or your partner yeah and so part of just us is we really want to share uh, some of our adventures mm-hmm. we go on and and let you know kind of how us introverts that kind of hide <laughs> at home can still go out and have fun and, and go on adventures from time to time. And one of the things that I had experienced uh, much younger in my life in my early 20s was going to anime conventions. Yeah, something I had never experienced before. I, I, mean, I think it was 2007. I went to Sac Anime. It was like its third in you know creation, very homemade. It was just <laughs> people having fun, and I didn't you know realize until I believe we started talking that you had always said, "Well, hey, I I kind of want to try something like that out." Yeah, I well, I've all I'd always grown up, you know, hearing about Sac Anime, Anime Expo, Comic Con, of course. And so those were always like, oh, I wish I could go. I wish I could afford to go, you know? <laughs> I mean, that, you know, my one of my, fr- I had gone to Anime Expo, but that was one of my first mm. and holy cow, is it an experience when you don't really know what's going on? Yeah. So I felt really good being that I could be kind of your Anime Expo uh, Sherpa and, <laughs> yeah. and, and take you along and kind of give you those those kind of tips and tricks of mm-hmm. dealing with conventions. Yeah, it was a, it was some definitely something to take in. I'd never really been surrounded by that many people in such a small space before. Yeah, that's that's one of the fun things as anyone who's been out on conventions <laughs> know that the the smell can get quite ripe. Um, <laughs> well, correction, it was a huge space, but because there were so many people there, it felt so small. Yeah, it didn't help that it was raining that weekend too. That was so tough, a lot of yeah. wet dog smell, mm-hmm. which is great. But yeah, in essence, we actually, uh, to show and share, is we actually had missed, just recently had gone to uh, SAC Anime Winter in January. Yeah, that that had been, I think, my first one? Second one. My second convention. So, But SAC Anime has been my only convention so yeah. far, but I've gone like three times now. back as a veteran. Yeah, I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was held in the uh, Sacramento Expo Center. Mm-hmm. It was a great location. Um, but what we always do, and, and I know it's tough for a lot of us, especially now in the economy, it's tough to see that ticket price to go to a convention and then also see the food cost if you you have to stay in a hotel it does add up and if you're anything like us and trying to get by play D&D it's an expensive hobby so you gotta find ways to save money a little bit Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you, you got to make sure that you keep within your own boundaries, your budgeting, but also uh, you want to make sure you have fun, right? So what we recommend really is is budgeting for yourself for this, you know, set aside some money. So if, if you're going to, Sack Anime tickets cost like $50. So make sure that you adjust for that and then give yourself a little extra for spending to get yourself one souvenir, something something to remind you of the trip, you know, to have fun. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the big thing that we we saw was it's food. I mean, Food's I, I unfortunately had to buy some drinks from Ooh. the concession and we're talking $5 for a can of yeah. soda. Uh, so what we really do is just get yourself a mini cooler for your car, mm-hmm. fill it up with some bottles of soda, drinks, water, whatever you prefer, and just keep it in your car. All the parking in the area is so close that you can just go to your car, take a break, get a little bit of kind of quiet, kind yeah, of peaceful, not the being crowd. surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. But it helps really cut down on how much you have to spend and you can save more of that money getting autographs, pictures, yeah. uh, getting all the kind of more fun stuff that you're only really going to find at Sack Anime. Yeah, they have some really unique stuff that, that's quite awesome. And if you know where to look, you you can get some pretty good deals while you're there. It's not that bad. Don't be afraid to hack. Uh, I mean, that's, I think, a big thing that a lot of us don't realize is this is kind of a big uh, swap meet. You can Mm -hmm. make deals and bargains and and kind of test because these guys are here because they're here to sell product, but they're also here because they don't want to bring anything home. Mm -hmm. So always remember that, especially if you're waiting on a three-day con. If you can hold out and if it's still there by Sunday, that's where the deals start kicking in. Yeah, that's where you can break them down a little bit. Yeah, some of these guys will go half off on some just so they don't have to take it home. Mm Mm-hmm, because it costs more just lugging it all back and forth, you know? But we had a major goal this time. So we Very had, big. We had already gone to Sack Anime before, but mm-hmm. it was it was uh, D&D Wife's first t- attempt at a, at a convention. So we didn't know. So we went and we just kind of did the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> but this time... This time we had a goal. Mm-hmm. We were prepared. So we had two awesome people visiting this last convention that, that for both of us were some amazing voice act- voice actors that we really wanted to meet. Uh, for DME, guy, it was definitely Christopher Sabat. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, this is a man that I've practically grown up with being a DBZ fan. I mean, DBZ <laughs> Vegeta is my favorite character of all time. Yeah. And just he voices so many characters I love. And I, I we had even talked at the previous one saying that the only real person mm-hmm. I would want to meet would be Christopher Sabat. Yeah. And lo and behold, the very next convention in the, in the winter, mm-hmm. he was there. Yep. It was super exciting. So we set aside a lot of time. Uh, we wanted to get there early, especially on Friday, because we thought, hey, there might not be a lot of people there on Friday to get a signature. Oh, yeah. And, and we were there for a few different people. And as we saw that there were a, a great collection of stars there, and, and we first knew, obviously, we had to do the biggest star first with Christopher Sabat mm-hmm. because we expected a line we didn't quite expect the line that we got. That line, that line was Holy insane. Cow. We waited for seven hours. And let me explain. This is seven <laughs> hours of standing straight up, shoulder to chest, to other people in what is looks like Pac-Man lines of yep. squares mm-hmm. moving across, and it moved at a snail's pace. It was horrible. Oh. We had to just sit there, and maybe every 
every 30 minutes or so we could move up a couple steps oh, that was fun I, I i mean you know this was a first for me i've never really waited in line for an autograph and it was it was a crazy experience yeah i, I mean i'd never seen anything like it before and I, we we saw some crazy stuff go down too I, I mean we were we were in the middle maybe we had been three or four hours into the wait mm -hmm. in fact christopher sabbat had actually gone to lunch and actually <laughs> took a break they were like yep. he'll be back in 45 minutes guys sorry mm -hmm. uh you you guys can relax and all of a sudden this poor girl in the middle she was very small i mean you couldn't see her amongst the bodies that were surrounding yeah. her and she faints yeah she she almost fell to the ground honestly if it wasn't for the mama bear next to her dressed as Anto android 18 yes it was great. shout out it was to great. android 18 because she saved this girl from hitting the ground so hard she grabbed her immediately it was almost like she knew something was going to happen because oh, she yeah. moved before the girl started to fall it was crazy and that's the biggest thing too that i, I loved and, and i was it was great for you to see because i had been explaining this to you about mm -hmm. community yeah because i you know it was like hey should i be worried no no one here we're all here for the same goal we're all here to have fun mm -hmm. and when that poor girl had any distress everyone stopped what they were doing everyone looked for help everyone split there wasn't yeah. a question his belongings like her her father's belongings mm -hmm. which she was waiting for were laying there it was hundreds of dollars of belongings yeah that thing nobody touched no one. everyone was there to protect this girl and make sure mm -hmm. she was safe and that shows you the community it didn't matter that we had all been tirelessly waiting in line. Our major concern was that no one gets hurt. Yeah, it, that was the biggest concern. Everybody was was trying to help. There wasn't anybody who was like, oh, who cares? You know. And, and we got an update. She was fine. Mm -hmm. uh, she had a very panic attack. I guess she's has a little issues around. You know, crowds, people, yeah. and we were right there with her. If it wasn't for the fact that I was a little taller and probably could get some fresh air, mm -hmm. I would have been right there with her. It was so claustrophobic. It was, it was definitely tough. So I, she should not, you know, she shouldn't feel bad at all. Oh, this happened. Yeah. You know, at all of that, it just, it felt like an eternity in line. But mm -hmm. once you get to the front and you yeah. can actually see the artist, you actually get to see these guys in their real kind of action. Mm -hmm. And God, he was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Talking to the fans. He was so smooth. I mean, it was, <laughs> there was a young man came up to him as an injured, as a Goku, but he was physically injured himself. And Chris just started laughing, saying it was the best thing ever. <laughs> best cosplay. Yeah. Injured Kakarot. And I'm sitting there behind trying not to obviously eavesdrop and I'm cracking up because it's just <laughs> so freaking funny. Yeah, I think his words were like, just what I like to see, an injured Kakarot. Yeah. That was the best was, line ever. You know, so, you know, we we trudged, we struggled, we made it through, and we probably couldn't have been any even happier. Uh, it was the best. You know, you got to talk to him. I know that was a big deal. We got pit. We got to take pictures. Mm -hmm. You let me. Yeah, we. You kind of secretly surprised by getting the uppers for letting us be taking pictures with him. Yeah, which was great because mm -hmm. I never would have been able to think to do that. Yep. Um, but I mean, it was worth it. And it was literally our entire Friday at the convention was just getting this signature. Yeah, it was it was the only thing we could do. And afterwards, we were so exhausted that we just had to go home. <laughs> we couldn't do anything else. And, and I'll, po I'll post this on the Discord, our signed Vegeta, because mm -hmm. it's also a custom quote he was willing to do for yeah. me, which was a great difference to just this kind of standard saying that he would probably wrote on mm -hmm. everyone else's. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was... 
it was a great experience. I got to tell him, you know, I've been listening to him since I was about 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he thanked me, shook my hand. And it was, I mean, I was shaking after it. Oh, and it was, I had yeah. a little bit of that fanboy moment mm-hmm. where I had to kind of go chill off to the side. I got to breathe. Hold on a second. Oh, it, was so, it was so good. So good. Yeah. But I wasn't the only one that got to have an experience. No, you weren't. I was super excited because right on the other side of Christopher Sabbath was Amelie. And if it, you don't know her, she's a VTuber and a voice actor. She does the voice of Marin in My Dress Up Darling, which is an anime, a slice of life. And one of your favorites. <laughs> one of my favorite animes. And she's also the voice of, uh, I think it's Uta. Yeah, uh, in from, the movie. In the movie, yeah, for One Piece. Uh, she's Shank's daughter and she sings an amazing song. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's so good at singing. Uh, so I, I was just super excited. I got a, a this really amazing looking Marin figurine uh, where it has Marin like running and she signed the leg. So it looks like a tattoo. It is so dope. And she was a great person, too. She was full. Like she was just so much fun talking mm-hmm. to us. And it was another time where we got to interact. I would never think that you would be able to just sit there and like talk to them for a few minutes. And they yeah. generally feel like they cared. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had conversations. I mean, she loved your figurine because she hadn't seen that one before. Yeah, it was a it was a unique one, apparently. And, and so she was super excited to see it. She was asking questions. We asked her about, like, when the next season was going to come out. But she could, didn't know. <laughs> well, I got a shout out to her. She worked her line great because it mm-hmm. was a much shorter wait. <laughs> it was just as long as Christopher Sabbath's, but she was her people were moving people through quickly without making it feel like they were shoving people through. Yeah, it was, but it was it was a great, and that's and that's the mm-hmm. fun part about these conventions and that you can meet these people uh, and kind of get actually face to face and see the people you like and that you hear. And it's so crazy to me when I hear the voice and then I see the person. It's like. Yeah. Holy cow, I'm just getting all these images of all the people that I've heard them speak at. Mm-hmm. And it's such a cool, fun experience. Yeah, you get to hear what their real voice sounds like. And then you kind of get to match it up to what they've done and be like, oh, I see where they dropped their voice here. <laughs> I see where they made it more gravelly. <laughs> and not only that, but we got to also learn of other things as the Hell of a Boss crew was there. Mm-hmm. And oh my we God. had no clue. But seeing just the fans go crazy over the voice actors, we knew we had to get, find out why. And, and some of the cops. Cosplayers looked oh, insane. It was amazing. Yeah, it looked so cool. Some of these people really put effort into their costumes. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, when we, we see that, we we kind of almost gained a, a, a fandom just by the sheer energy of the fans. Mm-hmm. And now we've, all of Vizzy Pop stuff we've been watching, Has Been Hotel. Oh, yeah, everything. Uh, we've become fans in another nerddom. Yep. <laughs> I have, like, all the songs. I sing them in the car. <laughs> no, you know, you might be saying you know an anime convention obviously anime fans but don't get me wrong D is everywhere, everywhere. because there were <laughs> i kid you not D tables set up for people to have quick one shots yep. as well as plenty of merchants selling D gear and merchandise oh yeah and there wasn't just merch and certain areas there was an entire section oh yeah dedicated they had a to tabletop court games where it was just i mean it, i was I, it it gave me weird and bad ideas for the next sack <laughs> anime because i'm yeah. like oh man i could maybe do a little setup here we can see what happens mm-hmm. look out for maybe a couple of nerds podcast live from sack anime maybe maybe <laughs> uh, but it was it was cool because it just shows we're all in this together it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's anime it's video games 
D&D is everywhere. Oh, yeah. There was a tent that was handing out quests and stuff oh, for yeah. the convention. Uh, it sucks that, that we got hilarious. there late and they were already done. They, they were already, out, they yeah. They were already given all the scrolls out for the day. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. They had little live action quests. And, it was awesome. And they had all the dice. And there's something about being able to like go and purchase dice and like touch them in order to see how they roll. Yeah. You know, having them these large trays. Because you buy them online. Yeah, sure. You know what you're getting. But man, to, to try them before you buy them. them uh, oh. Oh, I mean, you're a dice goblin. My beautiful, shiny dice rugs. Yes. <laughs> Touching them before purchase is definitely a must. Yeah. So so it's really cool that, you know, if you feel like, hey, I, you know, well, what if I stand out? Mm-hmm. Good. One, yeah. it's, it's, it's good. But two, you're going to be surrounded by all your comrades, mm-hmm. whether it's D&D, video games, comic books, doesn't matter. We're all just one large family. Yeah, and honestly, if you really just want to be part of the crowd and walk around and watch things, you you can do it. There's no, uh, nobody's like looking around trying to point anybody out. Plus, we found Critical Role cosplayers. They Tons were fun. Tons of vexes and vaxes. I saw the most amazing fern. She was able to do the hooves with these really tall platform heels that were crystal clear and so the hoof part like the the heel you yeah, couldn't it see cool. it was amazing it was a cool way to do it yeah it was very well and she done was so sweet and you know, let you take a photo so maybe we yeah can I'll, i might post that post that on, on the, the discord, discord yeah so we can see what it's at mm-hmm. um because really what we want and and we encourage all of you share your all share your travel stories your yeah. travel photos the different places be sure to take pictures in front of the the kiosks and the stands and mm-hmm. show us where you've gone Maybe we were at the same place at yeah. one point. Maybe we can join you next time and, and see your place that you like mm-hmm. to go, your convention, whether it's Toy Con, I think Sacramento Comic Con is coming soon. Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh, you know, there's all these ways that you can go and find a new community to mm-hmm. kind of connect with. Yeah, definitely. I, I would all I always love finding new awesome nerdy stuff to follow. So that that'll be like a good treat. <laughs> Uh, but it it just emphasizes, I think, the importance of making our memories, you know, yeah. together. Life goes by fast. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take time to go and do those little fun, quirky things, man, just like a D&D campaign, you're old. You're, you're old and gone and retired. Yeah. You know, you, you've you finished your quest. But, it, you know, and it's not just with your partner, too. You don't have to have a partner to, to share these uh, memories or, or these experiences with people. You can share them with your friends, your family, uh, oh, you yeah. know. I would. I mean, we saw a bunch of family cosplay groups mm-hmm. where you could see it was the mom and dad. And it was, hey, you don't have to stop being a nerd because you have kids or other. No, take them with you. They're great Ewoks. They're great little little cosplay tools that you can use to make your look even better. Yeah, I've seen a gorgeous Demon Slayer uh, costume where the little sister was Nezuko <laughs> as a tiny version. And it was, it was so and the, cute. And the backpack thing to hold, it was so great. Yeah, it was great. So there, there are definitely memories you can make with you know people other than your partners, your significant others. Uh, and it's important to do so, so so that you remember where you've been, you know? And memorializing that too, I think is important. Take a lot of pictures. Oh yeah, because and, and really it sounds archaic and I know it's kind of ancient tech technology nowadays but uh we print out our photos yeah uh we put them and we have a wall that is just dedicated to our travels Mm -hmm. just us in a picture in different locations all over the world and we want to keep adding more and more to where it takes a giant wall space that's just remind us so every time we walk by 
we're reminded of all the joy, all the trips, all the treasures that we've created yeah. every time we walk into our living room. All the memories that show where you've been in life. You know, you could be like, oh, I know what we were doing at the time we took that photo. I know how we were feeling. Oh, I feel like every time I look at a photo, I just get snapped back to that moment for just a brief second mm-hmm. of where we were when that picture goes on. Yeah. And and it's almost just like a and d campaign. You don't just go to the main quest, rush through and go. No, you take every side quest on the way yeah, there you, you stop at every town and you turn every rock and everything because you want to explore mm-hmm. just like life do the same so go out and explore go out and make the memories and keep track you know whether it's in a digital f- photo case your phone any way you can share those memories someone might see it and go hey what's that where where was that at yeah. And bam, you have another person you can share mm-hmm. a story with. And maybe next time they want to join you and there's a new friend you've made. <laughs> you know, that's, that's always a fun thing to do. Uh, we always emphasize that, especially with our D&D table, it started with us inviting strangers into our lives. It was just a bunch of night cooks at Marie Callender's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you hadn't been working there long, so no. we didn't really know them. <laughs> I remember it was the... I think the second day where we were like, you know, we probably should have done a little more background testing and checking on these before inviting strangers into our apartment. But (laughs) you know what? When you connect on these kind of levels Mm -hmm. and you find the community, like I said, there is some safety that it comes to when you find us fellow nerds. Yeah. You want to give it a chance at least, you know, to see where it goes. And we really want all of you, anyone who's listening, to please come to our Discord. Show us and your travel memories. Let yeah. us know where you've been, other places. Do you know of a Ren Fair that perhaps we could go to? Uh, let us know. And if we're in the area, perhaps we can meet you there and go and explore. And you can show us. Just like I took D&D Wife to her first Anime Expo. Yeah. Maybe someone can take us to our first Ren Fair. That would be amazing. I would appreciate it. <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> uh, but for our next episode, you can look... Look forward to just us being all about work and D&D, how we balance those. Yeah, we're going to be talking about my most recent uh, career shift that Ooh, had that to happen. Fun. <laughs> and how it kind of affects your game and how, you know, you, you try your best to adjust. But, mm-hmm. you know, D&D is kind of an evolving thing. And, and as your life changes, sometimes you have to move your stuff around. Yeah. And the trick is just always knowing that, yeah, we want to come together, we want to play, but we have to understand life comes first. Mm-hmm. Uh, understanding that you have to practice prioritize life over over fantasy i think sometimes it's important just because you can get caught up in wanting to play with your friends all the time but you have to pay the bills at some point yeah and, and you know being a dm's tough because i always want to really be able to play every day but at the same time i have to make sure i take care of myself my mm-hmm. wife and and my own family Absolutely. Um, so that way i can provide the best games and the best sessions i can possibly provide for my players mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening to us coming to each episode and hearing what we have to say and we hope you engage with us let us know uh what your you know what your thoughts are on some of our adventures what we've been sharing with you we'd love to hear from you uh like and subscribe uh, make sure that you download at Spotify, Amazon, and iTunes. We would appreciate it. And remember, it, it, every single person's voice matters. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. We we know right now that we, we're really starting off yeah. small. But we want to show that even though we are still starting small, we want to hear from every person. Mm-hmm. We want to connect. We want to create this large community of couple of nerds to go global. Yeah. And we want it that way to that. We have a connection point of people that are like us wanting a community that play D&D 
and just have fun. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're scared because we're all alone and you just have to reach out. And so here we are saying, come to us. We're reaching out for you. Just come reach out for us. Mm -hmm. Join us, fellow nerds. Uh, You can you can come meet us in our discord. You know, make sure you drop in a comment. You can ask us questions. We engage in a lot of discussions. We recently had a a, a big kind of questionnaire going on of a of a rookie DM trying to figure out how to deal with some of the issues that her players Mm -hmm. were uh, kind of putting her through. Uh, and it was kind of nice to see all of us give our input and our yeah. feedback. And this person was able to kind of get a better understanding because they had no one else to talk to about issues that a DM could face. Mm-hmm. But we're here for that. We're always going to be here for that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. We really appreciate you listening. And uh, we just love to keep doing this again, I think. you know. And just keep listening, <laughs> keep liking, keep subscribing. Yep, make sure you understand the value of those nerdy adventures. And that concludes today's journey through the realm of Couple of Nerds. We hope you had a blast exploring the intricate world of Extraeus. Don't miss out on the visual extravaganza over at our YouTube page, at Couple of Nerds Podcast. It's where the magic comes to life with exclusive video segments, art previews, and a peek behind the curtain. Dive deeper into our adventures by visiting dndwifestories.com, your haven for all our podcast transcripts and a treasure trove of content dedicated to the captivating universe of Extraeus. Your unwavering support is our greatest treasure. Take a moment to weave your thoughts into a review and hit that subscribe button for an enchanting journey with a couple of nerds. Join us beyond the podcast in the Extraeus Project Discord. Connect with us, the creators, and even the travelers themselves. Witness the magic unfold in live drawing streams, game alongside us, and step into our digital tavern, the Bard's Haven. Share your stories and characters with fellow adventurers. Visit dndwifestories.com for the link to join our vibrant community. Stay tuned for more tales, more laughs, and more insight into the world of tabletop gaming. Until then, may your dice be kind, your campaigns epic, and your adventures legendary.